1: just go to cars.com. It's magical.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown, and we are coming to you live after what I will call the absolute worst loss of the year, the most embarrassing loss of the year. To the San Antonio Spurs, who were missing nearly half of their impactful players tonight, uh, they did not play. The Rockets got embarrassed in the second half. Rockets lose one eighteen to one oh nine. It was not that close. Um, and I see you guys in the in the chat already. I feel like we're going to be on fire in there tonight. You guys are more than welcome up on stage to come talk. Houston Rockets basketball. Um, I certainly have some thoughts on the game tonight. Um, And as I say that, we can go into the box score, but to be honest with you guys, outside of, we'll go through the box score real quick and then we'll get to Ryan. Jabari Smith played really well tonight, 23 points, nine of 13 from the field. He continues to get better night in and night out. Shane had at 16 points, 11 rebounds. Eric Gordon, 14 points. KPJ had 12. Jalen Green had 14. Off the bench, uh, Garuba wasn't very good tonight. KJ Martin only had three points. Tari Eason had eight points. Boban Marjanovic had seven points in garbage time. Uh, Deshaun Nix had eight points. Josh Christopher had a bucket. And Ty Washington had a bucket. As we do here at The Dream Take, we like to pride ourselves being the most Interactive show in the game, so we go to our first speaker of the night, Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the show, much ryan How are you?
3: Hey, Mike. I'm dealing with the snow, man, but I'm great otherwise.
2: If it makes you feel better, it's uh, seventy six degrees here in Houston. So,
3: oh, dude, the snow's coming down hard right now over here in Idaho. So,
2: well, enjoy it. What do you What do you have for the show tonight?
3: So, uh, I didn't get to watch the game tonight, but it seems like I didn't miss out on a whole lot. Is that correct?
2: Um, no, you know, it's, you know, tonight the Rockets give up 32 points to Keldon Johnson, uh, which I'm pretty sure that was a career high for him. You know, they gave up Zach Collins at 10 Trey Jones, the younger brother of Tyus Jones at 26, you give up 58 points to Keldon Johnson and Trey Jones. You deserve to lose man. And you give up, you know twelve yeah. to Josh Richardson give up 10 and five to Charles Bassey, twelve points to Doug McDermott It's embarrassing man I mean tonight
3: i saw the, i saw I saw the end of the game where was that the only minutes that Ty Ty had or did he have more than that tonight
2: no Ty Ty only played five minutes tonight um garbage time look it's <laughs> We, we get paid, Jeremy and I, to talk after every single game, right? And my opinions on this team. Hopefully, huh? well.
3: Hopefully, well, because this is, this is atrocious.
2: Well, it's one of those situations where I don't know about Jeremy, but I get tweets all the time about why you feel a certain way about guys. When I, you know, because I've said it before, I'll say it again 99% of the tweets from at the Dream Tank are me. Uh, those are my personal opinions about what I see when I watch these games. And my opinion changes. I will tell you this. My opinion has not changed on shang I like shang a lot offensively. I like him a lot offensively. Defensively, he is a total liability. He can't defend the rim. He just can't. You know, it's it's a situation no, it's, where yeah. you can like him as much as you want offensively. He played twenty nine minutes tonight. He was a minus twelve. And to be fair, all five of our starters tonight not only were all five of them negatives in the plus minus column, they were all double digit minuses in the plus minus column. Like that—that's not good, you know.
3: Do you those, do you think do you think that? Uh... O'Brien oh, should get more minutes or no?
2: You know, it's funny. It's a good question. I don't think so. You know, Fernando was was out hurt tonight. Um, or it was, you know, he recently came off of being hurt, so I think that they're monitoring his minutes. If Fernando's not hurt, he plays tonight. And I actually think Fernando would have made a difference tonight Garuba ain't it, man. It is is the way I see it. You know, I mean, I could be talked into Garuba in a limited role off of the bench. But Garuba ain't it, you know? And you did miss one hell of a dunk by Shangoon in the third quarter that ended up being called an offensive foul. It was pretty close. He body bagged Zach Collins. I mean body bat. I mean, if if that would have counted, Ryan, it would have been a dunk of the year uh candidate for sure. Go look at it. I mean, it was downright filthy. Okay. But here's the difference in the way I watch these games versus the way a lot of others watch these games. When I see that play, the Rockets were down by nine to the worst team in the league at that point. You know? Like that's how I view it. It's a great play, but I'm not worried about great plays. I'm worried about developing this team in the best manner possible. Like, that's all I care about. I don't care about these individual plays. They're nice. They're fun. You know, oh, I agree. It's, it's very much like the Pro Bowl in the NFL. I don't care about the Pro Bowl.
3: No, I'm just sick of the little things. I want, I want wins out of these little things.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, the Rockets are 7-18. Are and 18. Do I, you know, do I see progress? I mean, they're now tied for the worst record in the Western Conference, tied with San Antonio. Uh, the The Lakers are ten and fourteen. You look in the East: Orlando six and twenty, Detroit seven and twenty. It's going to be in Charlotte seven and eighteen. Those are the five teams that the Rockets are going to be. Where's OKC? OKC is eleven and fourteen. Wow. You know, they, because they are developing their young talent in a much quicker way than the Rockets are, you know, you, yeah you look at the, the team right now, Eric Gordon played 31 minutes tonight.
3: That doesn't make sense, but okay. <laughs> it's,
2: it's enough. It's enough already, man. You know, like, Tonight, I'm not angry. I, I'm done with the, the yelling about this team because in all honesty, Ryan, like the, the Rockets, they don't deserve it. You know, they don't deserve the passion no. of the fan base. They don't. I mean, you know, the, they came off of the win the other night against Philadelphia, and that was a great win. And then they come out tonight. And when I say they don't deserve the passion, I don't mean that in an angry way. I mean that in a, until they start taking winning more seriously, the the fan base needs to be a passive fan base. They need to be like, look, you guys got to prove it to us, man. Again, I might be wrong. I could be wrong. I probably am wrong, Ryan, to be honest. That's it's just, it's the way I see it, man. Like, that's just the way I feel. But I- I'm so dried out to this team because it's just frustrating
3: No, you you've, you've grown numb to it like we all have you know we've all grown numb and it's just like our new normal with this team dude it's it's really just like i said i I'll watch the games but I mean I just I'll be doing other things as a mar- I mark. i can' I can't stay focused on the games because I'm just I'm just i know i'm uh I'm prepared for the worst every game
2: well and it's also it's also the whole fan base isn't numb to it Because there's a lot of people that are still very excited about the team. And look, I'm never going to tell another person how to fan. That's not what I'm here to do. What I'm here to do is to report on the game what I watched. I mean, how else do you describe losing? Come on, you lost by nine tonight. This was a 15-point loss. This is not a single-digit loss. You lost by double digits on the road to the... Worst team in the league playing without a half of their impactful stars. This is the most, this is the most embarrassing loss of the year. And as Dustin points out, you can't win if your center can't guard the rim or the perimeter. Drop coverage in twenty twenty two isn't a recipe for success. Dustin's not wrong.
3: Well, I think I'm done with the whole Garrison Matthews experiment. Well,
2: Matthews didn't even play. But he didn't guess- even play it. You know, like I mean, he didn't even play. I'm not saying you shouldn't be done. I'm just, just making a point that he didn't even play tonight.
3: You know. Well, I don't know. I mean, we 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 always go back to you know Stephen Silas being the issue. But what if? I mean, <sighs> there's a, a lot of little things that need need to be fixed to, to uh, get this team. Yeah. going in the right direction and i mean yeah they ha- when they have those wins they have nice wins they, c- they can compete on any given day but i feel like i mean just, i feel like they're just like they they play down at the same level as the other team maybe i don't know
2: well well no it's, i think you're on the right track i think it's again the problem is I'm going to continue to ask this question because I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask this question. Why do you bring up Ty Ty Washington to this roster to only play him five minutes?
3: And That's what I was going to go next into. He,
2: was he's, he, he's your first round pick. I just don't yeah. get it. Ryan, I got two other speakers, brother. Stay in the room. We'll, I'll come back to you. Absolutely. Nice, um, yep. A couple of speaker yep. questions. Right. Phenomenal. Let's go ahead and move. In order, let's move to Brooks. Brooks, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Brooks, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Brooks going once. Brooks going twice. Sold for Brooks. Let's move on to Jim. Jim, how are you? Welcome to the show. I'm handing out criminal indictments again. There it is. There it is. Let me hear it.
0: All right. The same thing you and I have have constantly been on. Mm. The rotation Mm. is not right. And look, the Spurs are awful. The Spurs are awful. And you, we lose like that to them? I mean, again, I mean, basically it was the third quarter was god-awful. I mean, they, I don't, I mean, I could have went out. You got outscored by 16 to San Antonio. I mean, come on, man. I mean. Look! Look, look! Look at my profile picture. That's that's what our defense
2: played like. Well, they, look, man, and I have no problem being the black sheep of Rockets Twitter when I continue to say that Shangoon and Silas are not it. They're just not it. You know they they don't. you're you're never going to be anything with those two guys as focal points of your organization. You just aren't same thing. I don't put tonight on KPJ. Do you watch the game tonight? Okay. Why do we not play with the same energy that Trey Jones plays with? Yeah. Well, that's coaching. That's a hundred percent coaching because Popovich is one of the best. I agree. Not one of, I mean, Greatest coach of all time, I would say he's the Bill, he's the Bill Belichick of, of this. Yeah, state,
0: definitely. I, I put mean, him. He, I put
2: him above Phil Jackson. hundred percent. He did it with uh, he did it with lesser talent. No, yeah, and but that's what you saw tonight was getting nights like Keldon Johnson scoring thirty two points and Trey Jones going for twenty six. They're outside of Jabari, and Tari. And Tari only played 23 minutes tonight, which I don't get. Um, this team doesn't have one. What's the best word I'm looking for here? They don't have an enforcer. Like they, they I'm not going to say that they don't have any dogs on the team. They don't have anybody on this team that. What am I trying to say, Jim? That is don't, has no, you, that you don't like they don't have. They don't have a-
0: they don't have a Charles Oakley, right? Yeah,
2: and, or like a PJ and, Tucker, like somebody that says, "Okay, Kelda Johnson, you're done. Uh, we ain't we ain't doing this anymore. Like right. you're you're not going for 32 points, and Trey Jones is going to go for 26. No, fam, that's not the, happening. The closest the closest thing you've got
0: is Tari, but you gotta you gotta have him on the floor in order to do that. And I think I think when you when you <laughs> we always talk about. We don't know anything about this team. That's actually inaccurate. We do know some things. P is not a defensive presence of any sort. Yep. And either you're going to run. Actually, we're doing the worst thing you can do with him. Either you go and run. You're going to run the offense through him, or you're not. And if you're not, then you got to go do something different with him. So we're, we're again the criminal indictment. That's <laughs> you 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 you've got him in la la land so you're not even playing to the man's strengths by doing what we're doing with him right you got a bunch of you got a bunch of offensive pieces out there that are offensive <laughs> right because yeah. you, you're not doing anything with it well so, that's the, and
2: that's the only way that he's successful is you have to give him touches and right. to be fair when you say that he had 17 shots tonight you got yeah. him the ball he he shot the ball but he's not. Do, he's not getting. Okay, let me ask you. Let me ask you a very simple question: Is he better this year than he was last year? No. Shang-Goon. No. Yeah, he's I, the same guy to me. Yeah, yeah. Like he hasn't. He hasn't improved per se because his minutes are much more given to him this year than it was last year. But he's the same guy. He still can't defend the rim. He's a decent rebounder, but he's not a great rebounder. And multiple times tonight, if you watch the game, he gets bodied up more at the rim than any other big man I've seen in the league. But, you know, part of the reason he's
0: not Ugh. any better coaching. He's not hes not better because what are we trying to accomplish? Nobody knows. See, that's exactly. the thing. You only yeah. get better. You don't get better by just getting minutes. That's not what gets you better. What gets right, you better right. is, hey, we want you to point toward this north star go right now
2: it's just go play minutes well they yeah i mean look if you if you hooked up if you hooked up Tita and stone and silas to a true or a, to a lie detector they're going to tell you they want to lose games yeah. And, oh, yeah which is so not fair it's so not fair to the fan base which they don't care about anybody anybody who has this this preconceived notion that these these professional sports teams care about their fan bases they don't give a rip why because they're making money hand over fist regardless if you go to the games or not they don't care yeah well, and that's the thing that's the sad part of this is that all of these people And I disagree more with my co-host than I think any other podcast out there because he and I, vastly different. He'd be the first person to tell you that. That I will never agree with anyone who tells me, don't spend money this year, wait until next year. I hate that. That is such a loser mentality that it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: And and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up because the other – I guess this was a couple of shows ago when you all were together and he said well they're professionals and they're going to do their jobs i tell you what i was losing my mind when he said it because i'm like look if if we were to logically follow what you said no one would ever get fired yeah no and they but don't want because to because we are a professional number one to your point doesn't mean you're good at it they're no. not good at it stephen silas is not in the right situation no. I, I believe he's a talented guy this is not the
2: situation for him. We got to move on from him. But Period. he's not though. But that's the thing It's like he's a talented assistant. I'll give him that. But there's a reason why he was an assistant for 20 years and never got a job. Just like, and I don't want to cross reference sports. There's a reason why Eric enemy for the Chiefs does not have a head coaching job yet, and he's been an assistant for how many years?
1: I- this is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void or prohibitive. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito As if the McCrispie couldn't get any better,
2: Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispie. Available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba know what that reason is but there's a reason these teams are not hiring him just like there are reasons why your dad paul silas is one of the most respected men in the history of the game and you still didn't get a job for 20 years it's because you can't run an offense you can't build an offense you're not good at this head coaching thing you just aren't fam like it's no disrespect to you steven silas you can't do this job the rockets will never be good under you they just won't. Well, I, I let me let me say this. Like,
0: I think it's been proven a lot of arbitrary reasons, people don't get jobs. I mean the be enemy thing is to amount a criminal indictment. But
2: but that's I've a said, different story for a different day. But it's, yes,
0: it's it is. It
2: could be true.
3: And
0: and I've said on this show before that, you know, that uh there are two types of coaches in the NBA, maintainers and builders. Okay. On his best days, Silas is a maintainer. That's what he was hired to do was maintain what they had going with Harden. He is not a builder. Not in the least bit. He gotta go. Right? Because this is a building situation and he can't he couldn't he can't build.
2: He well, knows. I, well, and that's fair. And the last point I'll make, Jim, now I gotta move on to my next speaker, is this is such a deflating loss to me because did you watch the Philadelphia game? I did. Okay. I'll give you a guy who was totally different tonight than he was against Philadelphia, and that was Tari Eason. I love Tari Eason. I am so high on Tari Eason. He did not play well tonight. He didn't look like himself tonight. Don't tell me, not you, but anybody else, you can't tell me that him not playing at the end of the fourth and in either one of the overtimes against Philadelphia has not affected him. I hope I'm wrong. That's something to keep an eye on, do you agree with that or no
0: uh I'll just say he is he's still a
2: rookie for
0: sure he's 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 trying to find his way, and I think it's part of the ebbs and flows but That's I, I do i do think it impacts someone like him because to your to what you've said, I agree with you he's a dog, and a dog wants to be in the fight when yeah. the fight is going on and you can't yeah. you can't just leave him on the sideline like that no. because over time, that wears them down. You're yeah. right,
2: and it's also—I mean—you just lost to the worst team in the West tonight. And I'll argue, from what I saw it tonight, without their guys, San Antonio's better than Houston. Well, because I, because you've got a coach who yes. has stuck
0: every bit of talent out of that garbage trash of a roster he's got. Right, we, right. we're the polar opposite. We've got a we've got a ton of talent
2: we're not doing anything with it. We're not, we're not pointing toward anything. Right. And that's why I continue to bring up. Why not give Nick's or give Ty Ty Nixon's minutes, man. Like, yeah. You know, that's 18 minutes. You can't tell me the Rockets couldn't have been any worse than with Ty Ty over Nick's and Christopher over Eric Gordon. Yeah. I mean, the- it's, a, it's a nightly thing. And I feel bad for people who listen to the show here when they hear me say this night after night after night, but if you don't mention it, then it it just it goes by the wayside. Yeah. Know? And Gordon didn't play terrible tonight. That's not my point. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I'm just throwing it out there that
0: what are we doing here? So I final thing I'll say is yeah. what we've talked about over and over and over again the biggest criminal indictment is you're screwing up the tank. It's okay to tank. If you, if you use it to, to one put together a system, build a foundation, but when you just got guys out there just running around, it's like what I said about LP just, he hasn't developed because you're not pointing toward anything. If anything, looking at San Antonio is what we should be doing, which is, they don't have any pieces of any noteworthiness, but he's got a system and he's making them learn the system. And yeah, they're gonna they're gonna get the butts kicked most nights, but on a night when they play somebody of equal garbage, they're gonna they're gonna run circles around them, and that's exactly what San Antonio did to us because Pop has them pointing toward something.
2: They're so that they're, they're so well coached, I'm so jealous. Jim, it's always a pleasure, my man. All right. Have a good night, bro. My brother. Let's So our final speaker of the night, good friend of the show, Adam. Adam, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you?
1: Hey, I'll uh, try to keep it brief on this uh, kind of, uh, n- you know, additional loss. But uh, I-, I think there should almost be a moratorium on talking about Silas. I think we all know that at at best, this guy's going to get fired at the end of the year and we know now basically that criticizing him discussing his decision making none of it matters and none of the reporters you know have the either the wherewithal or the power to hold his feet to the fire and actually get him to answer any question you know straightforwardly he is the most like he's he's the most uh just, I mean, he just meanders around these questions. Like it's almost like he's, it's his, it's our, it's our honor just to be in his presence to hear him give us some you're, basketball take. You know, just
2: you're, to, you're talking about Silas. Yeah, yeah just, I see, I I I see where you're coming from with it, but I also don't agree. I, I I don't believe that they're gonna fire him within the year. I think he he finishes out the year but I also feel like we have to continue to talk about it because whether people want to admit this or not, this loss tonight, he's a part of it. He's the head coach. Yeah, but- his, his rotations are costing this team games. It, it, that's factual.
1: Yeah. Look, the
2: way I see it, the way I see it, I mean, look, again, I could be wrong, but you can't tell me, You come on, man, you, you watch this team just as much as anybody.
1: It's the same yeah. story different night though like we 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 just we it, rehash the same thing every night and nothing changes it's almost what like- else
2: what how else do you want to break it down though is the question because they're trotting out the same thing, but that's what we have to talk about i mean what 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 what's yeah. the alternative you know what yeah,
1: i mean I, the alternative like for me i I don't get passionate about wins or losses, and at first, it made me feel like a bad fan, but there's nothing to be passionate about with this team, you know. The, the Spurs, what they started out the season five and two. And Popovich was like, hey, we're winning way too much. And he he's he he turned on the tank. He turned on the on the on the tank hose. And the fact is that the Rockets are at they're they're trying to win. You know, so they are trying to win. They're just really terrible, if we if we're being really honest. And San Antonio you know, they just like we're just not gonna lose to this terrible team, you know, like we'll we'll just continue the tank next game. But see, I don't agree with you though. I, I don't agree that the Rockets are trying to win games. I,
2: I, I feel it's the complete opposite. They're not trying to win games. You you honestly, Adam, you cannot tell me that they're trying to win games with playing Eric Gordon thirty-one minutes a night. Or they 30, do. thirty minutes in a night
1: they think that eric gordon has that much value and that much gravitas that he impacts winning that's what they think
2: they should all be fired then
1: so and this is and this and is that's, so- what that's what
2: they're talking that's what they're talking i mean look are they going to fire stone no do no. i think he deserves to be fired do i think he deserves to be fired no would i be open to another general manager yes
1: So so you you talk. you asked about, you know, what's the alternative? The alternative for me is to learn from our mistakes. And I want to talk about, and, and the mistakes of the past are Eric Gordon and Christian Wood. Two years ago, you could have gotten a pretty, you know, a mid, you know, a pretty high first round pick for Eric Gordon. You are not going to get a first round pick for Eric Gordon. He doesn't have that value anymore. Two years ago, you could have got a high, you know, maybe two first round picks for Christian Wood. You didn't get, you know, you, you just let, you know, you let their value degrade to the point where you're just getting scraps. You're getting pieces that you're, you know, uh, you know, players that you're cutting. So for learning from our mistakes, I want to talk about Kevin Porter Jr. And I want to talk, I want to talk about Alper and Shingun. Okay, They're both averaging Kevin Porter Jr. is averaging 18 and, and almost seven on 42% shooting. His value will not get any higher than this. There are some teams that think he is—he's a good player. He—he—he he, he possibly could be a high-value backup point guard, or maybe you know, be developed into a starting point guard. He is I'll, a good player. He is a good player. I don't see it. I, I don't see it as a as a like he's not. He he's isn't playing out of position. Him. He's playing out of position. That's
2: his pro. That's the problem with with KPJ.
1: But like he just you know like in those lineups where him and Jalen Green on the, on the court and Jalen Green is the primary ball handler. He doesn't want to be in that position on, on, you know, that wing position. And it's like, you know, be used as a shoot, uh, as a, as a guy that floats on the perimeter. And it's a spot up shooter. He gets the ball. He gets an open shot. He's still trying to, you know, you know, he he does his James Harden, you know, routine dribbles eight, eight or nine times. Just, you know, clogs up the offense. He just, it's not, and, the, and it's not necessarily his fault. He's being enabled by Steven Silas. The same thing with Alperen Shingun. His value will not get any higher than this. He's averaging 16 to 9 on 55% shooting, roughly thereabouts. A lot of people think he's good. I'm telling you, like, this team, if we hold on to those guys for another year, two years, they're about, you know. The rest of these going to realize they're not as good as as we thought they were. There is value in those guys, and I think those are pieces you need to learn from your, your past. You need to package those guys with Eric Gordon and try to get somebody that's really an impactful player. If you're not going to get Scoot Henderson in the in the draft, you know, if you're even going to be in the bottom three, even though you're, you know, it's it's possible that you're not with Orlando. Just is. They're outright trying to lose. Like they're they're going to the nth degree. You know, Detroit does has has no choice. Cade's injured, probably going to be injured for a lot for a while. And you know, Killian Hayes is just a a tank commander himself. Like it's I I, I think you got to move off some of these players. You got to really assess who has value on this team. And to me, it's Jalen Green, it's KJ Martin, it's Jabari Smith, it's it's Tari Eason. And beyond that, and and Bruno Fernando. Beyond that, I don't. in I think we don't really know about Josh Christopher anymore because he's just been in the doghouse. But there's not a lot more talent on this team. We we are we can't overstate the talent of, of this team.
2: They, I agree with everything you just said. I think they are convinced the long play is the right play, Adam. I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. Is that's what they want to do, and I don't agree with it. I hate the long play. I think Ryan's right. You're gonna tell me this team wouldn't have been in a much better spot with Karis Levert and Jared Allen, you know, like that's where I land with it because we wouldn't have, be having this conversation if that's the deal that they took back. But we're beyond that, you know, and I don't disagree with you that rehashing the same shit, for lack of a better term, night after night after night, it's not fun. But it has to be talked about. It has to be put on the table because that's the product they're putting out there right now, is the same tired-ass bullshit most nights. The Philadelphia game was a phenomenal game to watch. I don't know if you got to catch that entire game. That game was fun, man. They played well. They deserve to win that game. Yeah. You, You know? But any final thoughts before we wrap the show
1: up? It's just too much inconsistent play from the backcourt, and Jalen Green is a part of it. You know, yeah. it's great on the nights when he goes ten of twenty, but there's way too many nights when he's goat when he goes four of sixteen and five of fifteen, and it's just it's. And one one last point: there is a reason that that teams after they play the Rockets they compliment them. You know, think think about it. If you're if you're dating a girl and she moves on with somebody else, and you're complimenting the dude she moves on with, you don't respect that guy. Teams don't respect the Rockets. That's why they're able to compliment them and be like, "Yeah, the Rockets, they got a bright future." No, they don't. They don't see them have a bright. They just don't view them as as threats. in <laughs> in within two to three years, they don't. You know, that's it's, that's you know, that's just my assessment, my observation.
2: No, I I look I those the compliments that you know James gives them and or gave them the other night, those don't mean anything to me. The only thing that matters to me, Adam, is the win-loss column. And I don't care how we get there. I don't care who leads them. If it is Steven Silas, I have no problem with it being Steven Silas. I just don't believe it is. I don't mind a guy like Stone and Fertitta if they put a winning product on the court, which they're just not doing. So that's where my issues lie with this team right now is they're too inconsistent. They're not putting up enough W's. I feel like they're leaving wins on the table. If they were playing all of their young guys night after night after night and getting them as much exposure and reps, if you will, as possible, and they're still losing games, I'm fine with it. I don't care. That's a win-win for us. But when you're not doing that and you're consistently not doing what I feel like is in the best interest of the team. We have to continue to talk about it, put it on the table, and hopefully it changes. So, Adam, thank you for joining the show tonight, my brother. Always enjoy it. Thanks a lot, You got it, man. Uh, This has been another episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. My name is Mike Brown. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me tonight here on Spotify Live. Always enjoyed doing these shows with you guys. Um, we will be back live with you all on Sunday. So tonight's Thursday. We have a couple of days off. We'll be back on Sunday night. Tip off at 6 p.m. Uh, we'll be live here on Spotify Live right after that game is over. Make sure to check out, <coughs> excuse me, SB Nation's The Dream Take on Twitter at The Dream Take. Follow The Dream Shake at Dream Shake SBN. Can follow my co-pilot Jeremy Brenner at Jeremy Brenner. Follow me on Twitter at BS or excuse me. Follow me on Twitter at Mike Brown underscore 2020. If you're on Facebook, search the Dream Shake give us a like there. Finally, head on over to thedreamshake.com for all things Houston Rockets all the time. Once again, your unhappy final from San Antonio this evening. Uh, Rockets lose 118 to 109. We'll talk with you on Sunday night. And until next time, Rockets fans, go Rockets. Support for Pivot comes from Polestar. At Polestar, every inch of every vehicle they design is thoughtfully made. They're made to transform auto performance, accelerating from zero to 60 in less than 4.2 seconds with fully electric all-wheel drive. They're made to elevate the driving experience with LED headlights and a panoramic glass roof. And they're made to uphold a greater responsibility to the planet using sustainable materials and energy-saving systems. The result is a car that combines the best of today with the technology of tomorrow. Pure performance, pure design,
1: Polestar. Design yours and book a test drive today at polestar.com.